Hello, everybody. Welcome to this special video where I will be having a conversation with and debating Tony, someone from my comment section that frequently disagrees with me. Check out this conversation between us about abortion, transgender ideology, as well as immigration. Cool. So getting back into I have I have kind of two questions for you. One's a little yeah. open ended. So I apologize if it's kind of hard no to, to answer. Um, so Tony, you've been commenting a lot of, on my Instagram posts, which I appreciate, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, uh... But I wanted to ask you, out of all the things that I've posted, what I want you to bring up something that you disagree with me on maybe the most, something that really just sticks out uh, that you've seen. Up. All right. Well, you seem like a really intelligent person. I mean, we're both in our early 20s, right? And we, we both got a lot to learn. Uh, sure. But the, the thing that I, I disagree on you a lot with sometimes whenever, whenever you say something, I believe it was uh, your conversation on, on the transgender and the uh, pu puberty blockers and stuff like that right sure. and that uh it's just like i'm calling you out that this is misinformation because you said something along the lines of uh there has never been a use for puberty blockers until the transgender movement happened but like in the 1990s puberty blockers were invented for something called precocious puberty and that's what those transgender people were talking about in the videos and precocious puberty is a horrible disorder for children. It's, it forces their body to go through puberty at like seven, eight, and nine, right? And, and yeah. it's typically caused by tumors and cancers, right, in their systems, right? And so it's like shame on them for, for using, right, a, a disease, an actual disorder that affects children and hurts them and causes them to be prone to cancers and mental disorders just so that they can push their agendas for, for saying, yeah, puberty blockers have been around. Let's use them on all children, right? Shame on them. And then again, it was just all like, I was like, shame on you as well, because you 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 set out with so much confidence that, yeah, no puberty blockers only have ever existed for the transgender community. And I've, I've done serious research, uh, like in-depth research the other day. I found nothing. I'm all like, no, that's wrong. So yeah. it, it's just like <clears throat> your personal beliefs and stuff like that. I, I would argue with them again, right? Because as an American, we're all very entitled to our opinions and we want to shout them from the mountaintops and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know right so cool. it's just like well, that's one of the things sure no and i appreciated that i did receive a few comments on that video specifically it made more sense when listening to the full version but unfortunately just kind of the cut that i decided to put on instagram wasn't very full what mm -hmm. i was trying to say and i didn't do a good job in saying it was that when i did research for what diseases puberty blockers were originally made for i couldn't find anything on it it was all taken over by the transgender community and so mm -hmm. what i was trying to communicate was that, and, and what I did in the main video, but just didn't do a good job in the small clip, was that I know that there's a purpose for it, but I literally, when I looked it up, can't even find it easily because the transgender community has taken hold of it so much. So that's kind of what I was trying to say, but mm -hmm. I understood that I, I said that in a poor, poor way. All right, now it takes a true patriot to talk about their country, but wearing your country is also important. That's why I have partnered with Gulag America. Gulag America has great apparel for men and women. They have long sleeves, they have hoodies, they have short sleeves, great clothes. I wear them in my videos all the time. They look awesome every day in the winter and the summer. If you use my code JoshCar10, right now you'll get 10% off at gulagamerica.com. That is 10% off with my code JoshCar10. Great apparel that lasts and makes you look like the best patriot. Go check them out. Right. Are there any yeah. others by chance? Any bigger uh, issues that you disagreed like, on? Uh, a few other things. Uh, for example, there was a comment on, uh, m m I believe, what's his name? Michael Knowles? Yeah. Yeah, Michael Knowles video on like, what is a woman and stuff like that. And I went back and I watched the original clip of it as well. 
uh, sort yeah. of after that. And it, it will, it will, I, I will admit that the, their disagreement was extremely funny, right? Uh, but it's just like the the lady in there, right? If you look at the entire clip, I believe it goes something like, uh, do you know what the leading cause of death of pregnant people is? And he's like, pregnant people. And she's like, yeah, pregnant people. And he's like, you mean mothers, right? She's like, not all of them are mothers, which is true. Not all pregnant people are mothers because not all pregnancies fortunately have the capacity to go to to, to birth, right? Still births, yeah. miscarriage, and sadly abortions like we just talked about. Uh-huh. Right. So like and stuff like that. And then she goes on a really, really awkward rant about inclusive language. Right. And, and then he goes saying that he wants to use precise language. And I, I find that really funny because mothers are simply women who have children. Pregnant people are simply, you know, biological women who who are going through their stages of pregnancy. So it's just like he wasn't using precise language. She was kind of cringe for for going on an extremely harsh rant about inclusive language. And stuff yeah. like that and then i had a disagreement uh on what you said about women uh like mothers uh, about what makes a woman a woman and you said something about women are are like uh are caring and comforting and mothers and i believe uh-huh. that there were some women in that comment section as well who disagreed with you and i was just all like yeah, that that's like not a really great thing to say that women can women are mothers right and because it implies that the the only the only way for a woman to feel right fulfilled in life is for them to be a mother and again, it's just criticizing language and stuff like that because people like me, entitled to our opinions, want want to just hate. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah. No, um, I, I think that I don't know what Michael Knowles was thinking specifically, but I have to imagine, I think that he was using precise language. I think this is maybe a difference between how I think about it and how other people think about it. I view pregnant people as mothers because mm-hmm. of the fact that I view, like once someone has been conceived, Oh, what sorry, I believe is people as mothers. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. That, <laughs> that's why I'm saying no. Like, I believe that they're just as much mother, whether they're pregnant or whether the mm-hmm. baby has come to term. And so I think that's what he was saying. Like, even if you have uh, a miscarriage, for instance, I still believe you are a mother while you are carrying the, mm-hmm. the baby. Um, and, but it, that that the, the thing that I was pointing out that uh, uh, was actually going against that is she was actually stating a demographic of people because mothers Right. If you talk about the cause of deaths for mothers, that that doesn't encapsulate anything. Right. Any woman who's ever had a child, any grandmother, any woman who uh, is planning. Right. Or or almost given birth. Like those are those are all mothers. Right. In, in your eyes, yeah. pregnant people are mothers. But it's just like uh, yeah. the, the question uh, or the statistics she was trying to cite was the cause of death for people who are specifically pregnant. Gotcha. Right? Sure. No, I understand. I understand what you're saying now. Uh, on the issue of what I would say with women and what I was saying about mothers, it's true that you do not, it's not the only, let me rephrase this. The, it's not the only way to find fulfillment for women to be in motherhood. Mm-hmm. But I would argue as far as I'm aware and, and all the available data that I've seen, as well as the personal anecdotes in my life, being a mother is the greatest thing that you could do for your joy. And I'm not saying that everyone's going to have that opportunity. Well, that was kind of the general issue. And, and I believe that for men as well. Being a father is the greatest thing that will give you joy. And mm-hmm. so that's what I mean by that. I'm not saying that everyone can do it. I personally know people that don't have the capacity to bear children. But even those people, because they're seeking that joy of being a mother, they tend to adopt or find other ways to be mm-hmm. a mother, even if it's not in that direct, literal sense. Yeah. Uh, would I be able to sort of ask you a question in cahoots with that as well? It, it's yeah. just like, uh, this would probably go back because we didn't really touch on the transgender, uh, the gender ideologies and stuff like that. We did kind of skim over that. But like, yeah. uh, again, like I, I believe, uh, what, what's his name? Mac, Matt, Matt Walsh or Matt Welsh? Which one? Yeah, Matt it? Walsh. 
Matt Walsh, there we go. Matt Walsh had this really, really uh, enlightening uh, film called What is a Woman? Yeah. Right. And um, that sort of like pushes out the question because it's just like, um, I, I know what a woman is. I know what a man is. And I, I choose to 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 do biology, right, when it comes to that X, Y, X, X and stuff like that. And it's just like, I, I think what a huge problem on both the left and right is, is that they equate uh, sex and, and, and gender to, to roles, right? Right. Where it's just like women are supposed to be, you know, submissive or caring and all of these things. And men are supposed to be dominant and all of those things. And I disagree when conservatives say stuff like that. I disagree when transgenders, people say things like there There are no differences between men and women, because if there weren't, then it really shouldn't matter what people identify you as. Right. That type of thing. So, <clears throat> Again, like my personal thing is like there are biological differences between men and women, right? Because of that XX and XY chromosome and it forces them to have physical differences. But like in modern society and in the society that we built, right? I I personally don't believe that gender roles exist anymore, right? Because, you know, we're, we're not out fighting mammoths for our food while the weaker and smaller people are out there picking berries and watching the children, right? A six foot 10, 400 pound Goliath of a man He's not going to operate a forklift better than a, a five foot, 240 pound woman. Right. So it's sure. just like, again, like I, I think that we, we are in such an advanced time in, in human civilization that has ever existed that I think gender roles are something that we should probably not completely disregard, but probably stop, stop looking at for like the, the transgender comp, uh, conversation as well. Yeah. Well, I agree that there is a, there's a fundamental kind of paradigm or paradox between uh, like the transgender movement and the feminist movement because essentially mm -hmm. what what they're saying is what you're saying like the feminist movement largely they're saying there's no difference between men and women and that you can take whatever role you want but the gender ideology movement kind of literally destroys that because what they're yeah. saying is in order to change your gender you must conform to certain roles that are associated yeah. with such gender um my problem with it and, and i think this is where we might find a lot of our disagreements I'm very unapologetic about the fact that most of my politics stem from my religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that inherent in men and women are, and I think you agree with this, there are natural differences. And what Absolutely. you correct me if I'm wrong, you're saying because of the society we live in, we can put off those natural differences and ignore Absolutely. them. Is that right? Uh, not completely ignore them. For example, like uh, the strongest man, like uh, the, the strongest man will always be stronger than the strongest woman. The fastest man in the world will sure. always be faster than the fastest woman. Like those are, are things that we, we can't overcome, right? Like right. Physically things, even with steroids, right? If you souped up a woman on steroids and you souped up a man on steroids, that doesn't even make them equal anymore because the man just has a higher, uh, uh, higher numbers when it comes to, to using steroids. But it's just like what I'm saying that in our society and our civilization, since it's all built on the capacity to use tools, I mean, think about warfare, right? Military, Marines, Air Force and stuff like that, right? We're, we're not fighting wars with sticks anymore where, where you know, a, a, a six foot man in, in a society of smaller five foot two men isn't going to sway the war of battles. It's fought by drones and triggers and, and bombs that we that we just shoot out of machinery, right? So it's just like, when it comes to the idea that only men are meant to do specific things in a societal standpoint, um, I think that's an idea that we can slowly start letting go of because we live in a society where if you can operate a tool, right, being stronger isn't going to make the forklift go faster, right? Uh, being yeah. uh, being taller isn't going to turn the bus faster, right? Right. The bus will turn because, you know, you just have to rotate the steering wheel. You don't have to physically push it, right? So it's just like, when it comes to those things, I think that uh, we, we there's a huge discrepancy in like, you know, 
men only doing certain jobs and women only having certain roles because like those roles and jobs get overcome by just knowledge and tools, which is the powerhouses of our modern civilization. Yeah, I, I totally agree that people should be free to choose, you know, to do whatever career that they want. But would you do you disagree with the fact that people probably depending on their gender are going to have different preferences on what they're going to do? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, in, in my opinion, right now, we have reached neutrality within the career. Uh, within job force. I do not believe that there is discrimination on the basis of gender. Mm -hmm. And so we still see that in STEM, for instance, way more men. And so my question is, do you believe that there's, you know, men just want to do STEM more than women or that there's some sort of institutional push? Well, like I said, like there are differences between men and women and those are all physical. uh, It's not even unfortunate. I don't know why I was going to say unfortunately. It's just like we also do live in a society with people want to do specific things and are are men prone to wanting to build and create things more often than women that that could be something that that could be genetic as well right it could be the way our brains are wired because again that xy and xx chromosome forces us to to view things differently right a straight man's attracted to a woman and a straight woman's attracted to a man right our brains are wired to think that way and there's nothing wrong with being gay men men women women i'm just using that as an example right how our brains are wired sure right so it's just like yeah, that could be something. And uh, again, I don't think that should be a limiting factor for any woman who wants to go into STEM. I'm just saying that there are trends, there are styles, right? Women wear dresses on average more than men do, right? There are trends, there are styles and stuff like that, that we can track. And uh, just because the the norm says otherwise, uh, I don't think it's a bad thing that men are more interested in STEM than women on average, if that's what the question was. And I don't think that that's a, a problem necessarily. Okay, interesting. I, I don't know if I'm w- well-versed enough to really know for sure. Um, I don't know if we disagree a lot on this issue. There's one issue though that I'm, I actually, I looked through kind of our comments together in my videos. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever commented on a video with this subject, which might mean we agree. So there might be nothing to talk about, but I wanted to ask you about one of the biggest uh kind of social and policy problems going on right now which is the southern border and is a question of immigration i wanted to ask what is your opinion on it do you think it's a problem what should be or not be done about it uh well i think immigration is a problem when it comes to corporatism and corporatism is the aspect that major corporation of uh, corporations influence the government using wealth and power right so that's what corporation uh, corporationism is oh my god corporatism is in, in like the smallest nutshell possible there there are other facets to it and i think that immigration um is a tool that the government allows to happen and stuff like that because uh if you look at it right um both sides of the government right benefit from major corporations right and whenever you have immigrants right who um who are willing to work for less money because that less money uh, it is still more money to them because they're from lower income uh, uh, countries and stuff like that. You can bully people in the middle and lower classes out of jobs because there are going to be immigrants. There are going to be people who come from less who are willing to work for less because it's more to them. So I think immigration uh, is a problem when it comes to uh, the, the people who will benefit from it and not for the people who necessarily use immigration as a tool to escape from countries or to seek refuge or just to move. Right. Do you think that we should shut down like the southern border? Are you uh, pro wall? Uh, pro wall. I think right that uh, there are ways to re- uh, regulate again, like with our abortion co- uh, conversation. I think there are steps that we need to take 
uh, before we we completely stop something because uh, if you stop something, conflict will will arise. But if you ease stuff into it by having policies and orders to to pretty much lead to the idea of creating that wall, I think it would be easier. I think we should see where why the immigrants are here, what what we're using the immigrants for, right? And, and like uh, again, tax purpose, property purposes, and stuff like that. What benefits the immigrants are using. And if all of those signs lead to the, the government being corrupt and major businesses using immigrants for cheaper labor, then we need to first put in laws that stop major corporations and the government from abusing immigrants and using them for cheaper labor and to turn more money off taxes. And then uh, we could start closing down on the wall and creating you know, a wall and stopping immigration in total. Because again, the government's not going to have the incentivization to keep bringing immigrants into the country if we if we stop the corrupt use of them right they're going to have no reason but to put up a wall because you can't use people for cheap labor if it's illegal and if we sure. down on it. do you do you not so i, I don't want to mess up the statistic but i believe in 2022 there were 24 people on the terrorist watch list that came through the southern border is that not reason enough to shut down the southern border if we have terrorists coming across and i'm not saying all mexicans coming across are terrorists but 24 is is a lot of people yeah. And yeah, no, like a terrorist watch list, those people are going through. And again, like that, that uh, closing the wall, right, or at least uh, uh, creating caps or, or again, fundamentally watching who goes through the border more strictly and stuff like that. Like I said, creating laws and regulations in place, right, would help us not have had those 24 terrorist watch list people come through the border to begin with. Yeah. Right. If we just had better laws, better regulations, more people. Right. If the border wasn't understaffed and people were able to just walk across the lake to get to Texas. Right. Or or, or make boats out of tires and water jugs to, to go from Cuba to Florida. Right. If we just had better laws and regulations, those 24 wouldn't have been there to begin with. Right. So you're 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 equating the incompetence of our government to, to force an idea of just putting a wall because our government was incompetent to begin with. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just look at it as there are there's an open there's an open like it's not incompetence. It's they are inviting immigrants to come into our country. Like they're gaping holes yeah. where people can just come in. So it's not really incompetence, it's just not doing anything. And so well, my yeah. point is like incompetence would be shutting down the border with a wall, having entry ports and then them not catching those 24 terrorists. That would be incompetent. Mm-hmm. But right now they're just doing nothing. Like it would seem to me that Democrats actively want these illegal immigrants to come into our country. And my question is why and why are we letting them do it? Well, why? It's because immigrants bring in cheap labor, right? All of the farms and all of the the fucking bottom dweller, right? The 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 berries you get from Costco, right? Those grapes you get from Costco, all of those things that you get from the stores are brought in by cheaper labor. There's a reason why ma- major tech companies have their factories in Vietnam and in Taiwan and in China. It's because they're using cheaper labor. There, there's a reason why the government wants immigrants in, right? And whether or not the Republican Party will benefit off of what the Democrats are doing, there's a reason why they're inviting immigrants. It, it's not for refuge. It, it's not for giving people a better life. It's to bully the middle class and lower class of America and, and help those corporations get more money so that they could hire cheaper labor and fund the government a bit better, right? So it's right. just like, we know why the immigrants are coming in, right? We yeah. know why, so, why, why the government wants them. Exactly. No, and this is exactly right. But my question is, knowing all of those, knowing that it's bleeding out the lower class and the middle class, 
why not put the border wall up? Well, because why not stop it? Uh, well, because again, like how long is it going to take to build that wall? Uh, are we going to have 20? Like what? Uh, I, I think my question would be like, uh, if we were to put up a wall first, how much money would it cost? Uh, second, is that going to specifically stop all people from crossing the border while it's being built? Or are we going to have security posted every 10 feet or something like that? I don't, I don't know what, the, what we're going to do. And three, like how long is it going to take? Because if it's going to take us 20 years to build a wall. All of these, I, th I believe all these questions were answered. I mean, Donald Trump had a plan written up. I believe it cost $8 billion. Uh, I don't know how long it was going to take. I'm sure it would have taken a substantial amount of time, but I don't understand why we're putting that decision off. Like if it's going to take time, might as well start right now. If we all agree that it's a problem, or at least enough of us can agree it's a problem. Why would we wait on that? We Let's just build it. Well, again, like you're kind of doing my converse, uh, my points that I had with abortion, right? Like if we all agree that, you know, uh, given better health care, universal health care, and giving all these contraceptions to women and, and negating the ability to get pregnant unless they wanted to, uh, would stop abortion. Why aren't we doing that? Like like you said, like if, if we know that it's going to cost money and cost time, but it would stop these problems, why aren't we doing that? And that's the conversation that I had with abortion with you, right? I, I feel like it's the opposite. I'm saying, let's just end it. Like, let's not talk about these like kind of you know, these like weird factors that are just kind of out there. We don't really know if they're going to work their theories. If we build a wall and no one can walk from point A to point B, we know for a fact they're not going to enter. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand why we wouldn't do that. Why wouldn't we just go for it? Same, same deal as abortion. Like if we know that if we ban abortion, that the number is going to go from 600,000 to like 200 a year, or maybe even a thousand or 2000, why are we not going to do that? Mm -hmm. That's going to help. We're, I mean, I'm an America first. I'm an American citizen. Our politicians ought to be American first as well. I'm really sympathetic to those Mexican immigrants. I speak Spanish. I love Mexicans. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of illegal immigrants, but we like we have to do what's best for our country. And frankly, I mean, there's a lot of other things. You've seen my videos. I talk about sex trafficking. When there's an open border, we're seeing like dozens of thousands, tens of thousands of kids being trafficked as well. So there's a lot more human rights atrocities that are going on as well. I don't understand why we wouldn't just stop it, especially $8 billion dollars. Not a lot of money when it comes to what we're sending to Ukraine, as well as other things going on. There's like there, there's few places I think that we could spend our money better than doing something that helps the middle class, the lower class, as well as all the people who are being trafficked back and forth. Yeah. And again, it's just like I, I, I agree with you that building a wall is going to solve problems the same way I agree that legalizing abortion is going to solve problems. But I, like I said, with abortion, like it is a step to take, but I don't think it's the first step we need to take, right? A again, like let's say um, creating a wall is going to stop, right? Uh, all illegal immigrants from entering our country, right? Are, are we going to send all illegal immigrants that are in our country out of the country as well, right? Are, are we going to... Um, uh, because a lot of companies, right, like I said, this is why there's discourse in the government, because both sides of the party, one of them benefits from having a wall and the other benefits from having illegal immigrants, right? And because sure. we have that two-party system and we don't have uh, a popular third or fourth party system that's not going to be dissuaded by money, right, and, and not and when to actually make better choices for the total in American, uh, but wall won't be built. So first things first, that if we want to take away the power of the corrupt people who want immigrants in our country to abuse for cheap labor, we first need to put in laws to stop that from happening so that they have no reason but to agree with us for the wall. Right? It's I get like, Sure. I, I guess my underlying, like what I believe to be more important is 
competing interests. And I don't believe I'm, I'm nervous about putting these forceful measures in. I like the fact that the Democrat party and the Republican party want different things. Mm -hmm. Um, It leads to agreements. It leads to things getting done. I just don't know why this one isn't getting done. And what I guess my point is Donald Trump came forth and said that he would give um, citizenship to DACA if the border wall would happen and it still didn't get done. Well, yeah, because if he were to give citizenship to those people, uh, they would have the human rights and be forced to be paid minimum wage in those areas. You you pay people under the table. You pay people for cheap labor and stuff like that. So like what I'm saying is not to, to uh, take away the choices of the Democratic Party or take away the choices of the Republican Party. I'm saying that what people want is corrupt and illegal, right? Those people want something that's against the human rights that we have in America, right? And I don't think it should be an argument to create laws that protect and stop them from creating these atrocities and abuses of power, right? That, that's not taking away their choices. That's not taking away their freedoms. That's not taking away, right, the power that the Democratic Party, that's ending corruption in a facet of the government, right? So it's just like, I, I don't I don't necessarily understand why we wouldn't create laws that that help immigrant people not be bullied and abused by by corporations and stuff like that and and take away the option for the democratic party to continue creating corrupt uh, corruption and abusing immigrants and bullying the middle and lower classes right because that's yeah. all illegal that's all corrupt right so i i just don't understand like your what you're saying about like not having competing interests what, what, I'm what I'm saying is that's totally fine. I'm fine with those things. I just think that if there is a leak somewhere in our border, we need to shut that down first and then address how we're going to take care of the immigrants inside. I don't understand how you could address the immigrants inside when there's new ones coming in every day. Um, it just seems like the easiest thing to do. It just seems very basic to me to create a wall and shut down a border. It's That's literally yeah. a def- the definition of a sovereign state is being able to have a monopoly on the the violence within the borders of your nation if you Mm -hmm. don't have a solid border then i don't understand how you can even call yourself a nation well uh, i think what i'm trying to say is like i do agree with you right and like i said i think the only thing we disagree on is the order of steps that we need to take to solve the problem ultimately right but what i'm saying is right um uh uh is that you have a two-party system in our government, right? Typically, only Republicans and Democrats are, are in, in the, the legislation and the judicial branch, right? In the executive branch, right? And yeah. they are making choices. And a lot of those choices are left or right, yes or no. So when you have one party saying no and one party saying yes, why is that party saying no? Why, why is the Democratic Party saying no to the border? It's because they benefit about not having a border, Right. Sure. So I'm trying to create the path of least resistance, right? The the path that ends corruption first. I'm not trying to take the choices away from anyone. I'm trying to stop the corruption of the Democratic Party who want these immigrants in here for notorious reasons. And when you take away that that evil, corrupt aspect of it, they have no reason but to say yes. Right. I'm, I'm not sure. trying to take their choice away or take away competing interests because there's no competing interest when you're doing evil. Right. I, I'm saying that we have a yes and no situation and we want both parties to say yes so we can get this wall built. One party's saying no because they're abusing immigrants in the lower middle class. Well, let's figure out how and why they're abusing it. And if we take away that uh, that power of them to abuse the lower middle class, they have no option but to say yes because we've ended the corruption that they're using, right? So Yeah, I, I guess, and I, I, I do agree with you on that 100%. I guess I just don't know how you're going to end that corruption in the Democrat party. 
I don't know how to, like, just on a practical level, I don't know how that's going to happen. Uh, well, I, I think, like, on a practical level, I think what we need to do is legitimately just create jobs, right? Just just create jobs, create an organization that that's specifically meant to, to, to do external investigations, right? You know, whenever something happens with the police force, and, and sometimes it's not the cop's fault, and sometimes it is the cop's fault, those very, very few times that it is the cop's fault, what did the police station do? An internal investigation, and they magically pull up nothing, right? We, we need to have corporations or, or we need to have an organization that's meant to have a neutral idea, a neutral stance on all things and, and, and come in. Like we need to have a, a corporal human resource for all major corporations and all facets in our government, right? So I think if we just create jobs that that are meant to combat the, the, the corruptness in our government and meant to co combat the corruptness in our police force, the corruptness in our court systems, the corruptness uh, in, in our uh, judicial branch, and we give those people the power to, 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 to say, hey, this is wrong, right? And it's not like I'm going to expose you, but like I'm going to share, right, that you're doing bad things and, and we're going to have the people because we the people, right, in order to form a more perfect union, all the whole, like, right, our government is by the people and for the people, our people should have a right to know the corruptness that's going on in our government. And if we have a, an organization that's meant to, to put an end to that, our people should have the power to put new, uh, uh, new people, uh, new politicians, right into that fray. Yeah, I guess my concern is that the, that those very roles would also become corrupt and biased. And so I'm not sure how that would get done, but I think we mostly agree on this. I appreciate this conversation. I think that's all the questions that I had, mm -hmm. um, but thank you for coming on, Tony. I really appreciate it. I love yeah. having good conversations with people. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't mind coming on again, right, and, and having conversations because I think that we agree on the same thing. And if, if potentially our younger generation can agree on the order in which those things have to happen or how to combat corruptness in the government, right, and not give people benefits like the Common Party, not give people any advantages on class, race, gender, belief, right, orientation, right, we could probably solve all of our problems. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much. It was really nice to meet you. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Bye. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. Remember, go check out Gulag America at gulagamerica.com. Use my code JoshCar10 for 10% off. Remember to subscribe and like as well. See ya.